Too many of us, we're trying to take credit of being first, but doing it all on our own and figuring it out without having any help. It is your host, Noble Living, and as always, I am so excited and grateful that you have decided to take time today to share with us, and I first want to just thank each and everyone who has been tapped in and who's been listening over the past few weeks and months as we've gotten this podcast up and launched. I also just want to thank the people who checked in and reached out about new episodes after I fell off for a few weeks, and I appreciate the accountability. I appreciate you guys holding me um, in line and in check. And we are back. We've got some amazing things ready uh, for you all. We've been building out a lot of different things. I'd like to share some of that um, with you all today. If you've been finding value in this podcast and you've been tapped in week after week and you've been tuning into some of the episodes, or even if you're newer and this is your first time listening, please, we ask that you hit that subscribe button so this way you can stay up to date with all the new alerts that will be coming out with new episodes and all the new and exciting things that we have for you all. We also ask that you share this episode with somebody or the show with somebody so this way that you can enjoy this experience with someone else and this way you guys can have talking conversations we always are open to feedback and to listening and to finding new things and areas to discuss so please share this with someone um then also follow us on social media if you don't already it should be in the show notes but at noble living is um all the instagram facebook tiktok twitter handles at noble living and the twitter has an underscore at the end of it but please follow us on social media as we have some amazing things um, in tune for you all. This episode today I'm so excited about um, because it really resonates with me as it was a series that I was going through with um, Profit Rocket Club, which is the Discord community that if you are not a part of, please, I encourage you to um, definitely check it out. Every morning we are live on Twitter spaces at 8.30 to 9.30 um, during the week as we get the traders ready for the day and for the trading day. And it's just a great collaboration of minds and thoughts as we battle the the stock market every single day and it's just a great mixture of actual investment knowledge but also mindset also character building um leadership team bonding there's just so many different areas that you get um from pre-market prep and in the inside the profit rocket club community um and i was discussing with them the importance of winning and i was talking about what you can learn from people who have achieved a lot of things in life um, from winning at several different areas on several different levels and degrees Um, and this series that i did on winning was just really special to me and i wanted to share it with you all today as i believe it has a lot of lessons that we can apply to our lives and as we analyze the deal of what we need to do so that we can get that next win under our belt so that we have might have been taking some losses back to back to back and now you know it's your time to recover and to rise and to to reach the pinnacle your championship Um, and i believe that this episode this week can help you out a lot with that so you know i don't want to ruin it um please subscribe share like 
send me some feedback send me some comments send me some ideas and topics that you would like to hear um and the best place for you to share that is actually on the twitter spaces there's another one that we are also launching at 5.30 in the mornings Eastern Time um, on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We are on Twitter Spaces as well, talking mindset, talking personal development, holistic growth. But this is a show that I also want to make involved with everybody. I don't want it just to be another panel where there's just a bunch of people and coaches and experts speaking but also where everybody, you, myself, we can have collaboration, we can ask questions, we can share what we're feeling, what we're going through, experiences. So I want to make it more of like an open forum um, type vibe. So um, that would be an excellent place for you to come through and talk about some of the things that you would love to hear, but also just connecting with us on all social media platforms. So feel free to check out some of the exciting things that we have going on on all our channels. And um, again, we are so excited to share this episode with you please continue to win understand that to overcome whatever you're going through it's going to start with just small marginal wins and once you win and you experience that feeling of winning and you continue going over and over and over again it's only going to compound it's only going to get greater and the sizes of your victories will only grow so we are so excited today um, for this episode, and feel free to check it out. Thanks. It's been a kind of up and down week, right, in the markets, but my goal this morning is to be able just to kind of uplift you all, talk a little bit, so you know how I'm coming. It's Mindset Fridays, um, <clears throat> and my goal this month is really just to let everyone know that you are worth it, to let everyone know like you are a winner, right? That is my goal this month. And it's just to let you know, hey, it's okay what you're going through. It's okay if you face the setback. It's okay if some things haven't necessarily gone the way that you wanted to. But this is the thing, like you are a winner. You are worth it. And it's that simple. So if this quarter did not go your way, like this, if this first quarter did not go your way because the stock market has experienced its worst first quarter in the last two years and you lost money, it's okay. And I need you to know that you're a winner, okay? So drop it in the chat real quick for me if you're a winner. If you are not in our chat, that's fine. Tweet it. Uh, drop some emojis. Let me see. Uh, I just need to get the people active this morning. So if you're a winner this morning, let me just hear it this morning, okay? If you applied for that job that you wanted and you didn't get that call back, it's okay because you are a winner. If you lost a close friend or someone you cared about, whether to death, whether it was a falling out from an argument, like it's okay because you're a winner. If you did not get the con contract or the business deal that you were hoping for and it fell through, I'm here to let you know that it is okay because you're a winner. Like if you're a winner this morning, I need you to understand that losing is a function of winning. Like it's okay because losing is a function of winning. Like when you're going after your goals, when you're trying to accomplish certain things, losing is going to happen because you're trying to win. But in order for you to make winning a habit, in order for you to make winning a lifestyle, style something that happens to you over and over and over again like you want to consistently be a winner you have to know that there will be losses along the way right and i'm telling you like i hate losing probably more than anything else in this world probably more than anybody else like i absolutely hate losing like ever since i was a kid my sister used to tell me growing up like noble not everything is a competition not everything is about winning and losing like she used to tell me this like from the age of like five but i like that's just me like i can't stand losing but there's a difference between hating losing and being a sore loser 
Like, you can hate losing without being a sore loser. And I want to make that clear. The difference is a sore loser will sulk and cry and throw a tantrum after a loss. A sore loser blames everybody else and points fingers as to why they lost. Like, a sore loser gets mad because they took a signal from the Trade Ideas channel and it didn't go their way, so they blame the producers. A sore loser blames their friends and family for why their product launch for their new t-shirt brand or their new line didn't go as successfully as they wanted to. Like, they, that's like, a sore loser gets mad because they tailed Keys' sports betting pick and it didn't hit, and they're mad because they full-ported or used their entire bankroll on their pick. But what a winner does is they understand that there will be losses, they analyze what went wrong in the process, and they correct it before the next game, they correct it before the next trade, they correct it before the next conversation, like they make the adjustments that they have to make because that is what winners do. Okay, so this month we're talking about winners winning because it is okay to lose as long as you decide to not make the same mistake again. As long as you decide it's okay, like I'm going to lose, but I'm not going to repeat the same exact steps if it, if it got me to the solution this first go around. Okay, it's okay to lose because you know in the long term your business is going to be successful. You know that the stock market's going to rebound by 10x. You know that your relationship is going to be stronger because you had those uncomfortable conversations. You know it's okay to lose because your kid will respect you more because they saw that you overcame adversity. Like, it's okay to face a little setback if your eye is still on the goal and the prize. Setbacks happen in life. It's a part of life, right? And I, I face setbacks all the time. Like, I, there are certain goals I set for myself in this first quarter. My fitness ebook was supposed to be launched already this quarter. Hasn't come out yet. I wanted to be more active in Profit Rocket club like during the day it hasn't gone the way i wanted to yet i needed to rehab my entire linkedin page i haven't done it yet my first published book was supposed to be all, almost completed but the only thing i have done is an outline in the first chapter like these are all losses that i personally took in the first quarter because they were goals that i set for myself and i haven't done it all the way that i wanted to okay but i want you to understand that delayed is not denied understand that like somebody say delayed is not denied i know i'm okay because my eye is still on the prize but what i can't do is i can't make any more excuses i can't wait i can't blame anyone as to why i didn't get the things that i need to get done i analyzed why i came short on some of these targets and why they were not hit and i'm going to do what it takes to get it done because i am a winner so we're having winning conversations this month, and I've been talking about the GOATs of basketball to demonstrate this because these are some of the best winners that I have personally ever seen, right? Michael Jordan over the last few weeks, I've been talking about him over the last few weeks, like, and if you've been here for week after week, I always stress that you got to show up every single day. So if you've been here week after week, you know I've been talking about Michael Jordan and what I've learned from him about winning. But what made, what made Michael Jordan really, really so great, besides all the ton of accolades and stuff that he, he racked up, was he was really the first. 
And what I mean by that is, like, there were GOATs and winners before him, right? There was Magic Johnson, we got Kareem, you got Larry Bird, Oscar Robinson, Bill Russell, like, the list goes on and on. But Michael was the first guy that we saw win all of these accolades, MVPs, Defensive Player of the Year, scoring title after title, championship after championship, be a cultural icon on and off the court. Michael was first, and for some of you, you're going to be the first. Like, you're going to be the first millionaire in your family. You're going to be the first six-figure earner. You're going to be the first person to graduate from college from your family. You might be the first person to, in your that you know to be debt-free. You might be the first to be available to stay at home and raise your children. Like, you might be the first to create a successful business. You might be the first to overcome that chronic disease that's plagued your family for years and years or for generation for generation. You might be the first to make it out of your hood. Like, I don't know what it is for you, but you're going to be first. And someone, I need you to say, I will be first. Like, if you're going to be the first in your, in your family, I need you to put that in the chat. Like, I need you to drop some emojis. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Like, I need you to drop some emojis in this morning if you're feeling me when I understand, you, if you know what I'm talking about when I'm saying you're going to be first. Okay, I see you, Sage, dropping some hearts. That's what I'm talking about. Like, if you're going to be the first, I need you to understand this. I need you to believe this. But you see, there's someone in here. Yeah, I love it. Like, there's someone in here who's like, I've already been the first to do certain things, Noble. Like, uh, or you come from a successful family or you're surrounded by such high achievers that the standard to be the first is super duper high, right? Like, I understand that. Or you might be tired of being the only person in your circle going for something and actually being the first to do some, certain things. So what about you, right? Like, what about you if you are the person who's, who's used to being first? That's where we learn from the second GOAT. You see, most people in my generation, like Michael Jordan isn't our GOAT. Like we understand his contribution to the game and the world and to the culture, but he's not our GOAT because simply like we didn't see him play, right? Like I understand some people, like you have to see it to believe it. I'm that way too. Like I'm one of those guys, like I kind of have to see it to believe it. The GOAT that we got in our time was the late and the legendary Kobe Bryant, who was one of the most prolific scorers and all-around basketball players and champions that we have ever seen, right? But do you really want to know what's made Kobe so great? Yes, it was his attention to detail. Yes, it was his work ethic. Yes, it was his incessant grind and desire to be the best every single day. But what really made Kobe so great for so long was he was willing to learn and copy. Ah, oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm getting warmed up. I'm getting warmed up. Okay, we got a few minutes to the bell. We got about 12 minutes for the bell, so I'm going to go quick. All right, Eric Thomas, the legendary Eric Thomas, he says something, and I heard it in a speech one time that he gave. He said, it's okay to be a copycat if you're copying the right cat. So my message for you this morning is very simple, right? If you're trying to win, if you're trying to overcome certain obstacles, if you're trying to grow your account, if you're trying to be the first, it's going to require you to copy the right cat. Like this is an age old concept, okay? Like copying is an age old concept. If you, we could tie it back to the biblical times. If you go to Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes 1 and verse 9, there's a scripture that says there's nothing new under the sun. So what made Kobe so great was he was willing to copy the cat that came before him, which was Michael Jordan, because he saw his greatness in everything that he accomplished. Although his goal was always to beat him career wise, he was willing to learn and copy because he was the right cat 
who accomplished the things he wanted to achieve before him. Right? So let me say, like, my mom, right? I love my mom to death. I always use her as examples because me and her talk all the time. My mom, she always is giving me insight. She's always giving me advice. She's always trying to teach me things. But she'll always say something and say, isn't this what I've been saying all along, Noble? Like, haven't I been saying this? Right? But if my, if she, she, if she likes to throw names out there, she, she'll say, but if your coach Neo said it, or if Grant Cardone said it, you'll listen to them. And I tell her, no, you're not wrong, mom. Right? You're just not the right cat to copy. Like, you're giving me the right principle, but you're not, you're just not the right cat to copy. Because you're just, you're not an entrepreneur. I'm trying to be an entrepreneur. You're not a millionaire. I, I'm going to be a millionaire. She has accomplished some amazing things in her life. And I'm not saying that I can't learn from her because you can learn from everybody. You can learn from every single person, even the homeless man at the side of the road. You can learn from everybody, but she's not the right cat. So I need you to look at your goals. I need you to look at what you want to accomplish. I need you to find the right cats for you to copy. Because some of you have started those steps, right, by joining this Discord. But this is the funny thing, right? Too many of us are trying to take credit. And this is the thing I see all the time, especially in the black community. It's crazy. Too many of us, we're trying to take credit of being first, but doing it all on our own and figuring it out without having any help. Like, some of us are taking so much pride that I pieced it together from YouTube. I did it. I listened to this podcast. Oh, I'm, I've been jumping into the free IG lives, right? Like, you're taking so much pride in doing it yourself, but you're not willing to pay for the course. You're not willing to pay for that one-on-one consultation with Hunter or Sage. Like, stop taking pride in trying to do it alone because I promise you your journey is going to take you so much longer and the only person who gives a flying damn or a flying fuck is your ego. Like, that's the only person who cares is your ego. So I need you to throw that to the side because I promise you if you start surrounding yourselves with the right cats and you start trying to copy them, your goal, you're going to get there so much faster. But this is the thing, right? If you, if you ever listen to Kobe interviews, he went and spoke to Michael. He asked him for help. Michael told Kobe, hey, man, if there's anything you ever need, just let me know. And Kobe literally took that message from him very literally, right? And this is the thing. Some of us are here to, are scared to ask the right cats for help. Like, we are scared because we don't want to get rejected. Like, I don't know what the reason is. You know successful people in your life who are doing the things that you want to do or you know where to find them. If you don't know know where to find them, go on YouTube University, go on Instagram University, start finding them, and I guarantee you start getting in the right rooms and you will find them. But you are scared to ask for help from the right cats. But let me talk about both sides of this, okay? Because Seven posted a tweet yesterday about gatekeeping and it triggered me, right? Because there's some of us who have the information that to help other people, but we're keeping it to ourselves. Like, we're, we're, we're not willing to drop the free game all the time. Like, I get it, right? Not Nothing in life is free. I understand that. But listen, if you have the ability to help somebody and you know that they need help and you have the connection or the resource, you need to be helping that person. Why are you gatekeeping? Like, Michael told Kobe if he needed anything, let him know. You think Michael needed to do that? To a young kid who everybody was trying to dub the next Michael Jordan? 
He could have he could have kept it all to himself, so this way he didn't have to teach Kobe the fadeaway. He didn't have to teach Kobe the footwork. He didn't have to do some of these things. But this is the thing, some of us have this information, some of us have the right resources, the right connection, the right knowledge, and we're keeping it to ourselves. But on the other side, some of us are only asking for help instead of trying to provide value to the people who can get us there. Like, don't always be a beggar. Don't always have your hand out saying, can I help? Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? Yes, it's okay to ask for help, but it's crazy when you ask somebody who's more successful than you, what, what is it that you need help with? What, is there anything that I can do to help you? Because I guarantee you that's going to get you a lot farther than begging or, hey, bro, you mind, bro? Like, I had somebody, somebody yesterday text me that I have not talked to in five years and say, can you drop a retweet on this for his new clothing line? Like, bro, I haven't talked to you in years. And I'm not saying that I can't do it because I have an audience to do it, sure. But what I'm saying is, bro, like, why are you coming to me with your handout? Because, and that's the thing about asking for help. You need to be strategic on how you're asking for help, guys. And the easiest way to get help from people that are ahead of you is trying to provide value to them. All right? The bell's coming up in five minutes, and this is the last thing I want to leave you with. Kobe, there's so many legendary things that you can learn from Kobe Bryant. Like, there's so many things. I encourage you all to listen to some of his interviews. And the thing, is, the thing about Kobe that I'm so sad to know, and I, and I really hope it doesn't happen, but I think it's going to happen, is that his legacy is slowly going to fade out as our children and our generation with the Stephen Currys and the, the next group up. Like, it's going to fade because we never really got to fully understand Kobe's mindset, his ethic to the game, like, until it was too late. Like, we saw the Mamba mentality. Like, he was just getting started telling us some of the intricacies of what it was of his beautiful mind but he died and he was taken away from us too soon right and that's really what something i wanted to tell you like don't die with this information like don't don't be so held bent on keeping everything because like guys the time is now i spoke about that last month right but this is the thing one of the things i loved about kobe bryant is at the age of 34 i was listening to this interview kobe bryant was playing the Golden State Warriors. They're trying to make a push to go to the playoffs. Everybody kind of knows this legendary story. Kobe ends up tearing, popping his Achilles, tearing his Achilles, and he ends up going to shoot the two free throws with the torn Achilles. If anybody who does not know the anatomy or like a torn Achilles is one of the most devastating injuries any athlete can suffer. It is a career-ending injury for, for most people. And also at the age of 34, I mean, at that point, it's completely, completely like the odds of you coming back is ridiculous. So to see Kobe shoot free throws on a torn Achilles is, is unfathomable. But this is the thing, right? They asked him about... How did you have the energy? How did you have the strength? How could you shoot those free throws? And this is what Kobe said. He, he gave an, a, a beautiful analogy where he said, if you have a torn hamstring, right? I don't know if anybody's ever pulled a hamstring or torn their hamstring before. It's like, bro, it's, it's terrible. You can't run. You can't. It's hard to walk. You feel like you're moving around the peg leg. I, I, I messed up my hamstring one time when I was in high school. And it, it's, it's, it's terrible. But he was like, if you had a torn hamstring, and you are in a house fire, and your children and your family's upstairs, and the house is on fire, I guarantee you, you are not thinking about that injury. What you're going to do is you're going to run upstairs and you're going to try to save your family. Screw the injury, 
right? Like you're not thinking about that bad. Why? Because the lives of your family are more important than the current injury, than the current situation. And then so when he said, when the game is more important than the injury itself, that is when you, at that point, that's how he was able to shoot the free throw. Because the game for him was more important than the injury itself. And I'm here to tell somebody this morning that when your goal is more important than the injury itself, when the game, when your goal is more important than the pain that you're feeling or than the abuse that you suffered or the, the setbacks or the blown accounts or whatever it is, when the game is more important, when your goals are more important, when your vision is more important than the injury itself, than the pain itself, than the abuse itself, you will then start winning at unfathomable levels. You will start winning and accomplishing more than you ever thought possible. And that's all I want to tell you all today. That, listen, the game, the goal, the vision is yours. And it needs to be so important that it's likened to your family on top of a burning, the top floor of a burning home and you have to go get them even though you might have pulled your hamstring or popped your Achilles or have a torn ACL. Like, you have to know that whatever, and I said, I said it earlier this week in pre-market prep, you cannot compromise when it is your vision that is on the line. And that's all it is that simple. See, Kobe's vision was to win another championship. Kobe's vision was to come back and win again. So because of that, it wasn't for him, shooting the free throws on a torn Achilles was more important than the injury. And that's all it is for you guys, all right? So I need each and every person, that if you've been struggling this first quarter, if you've had a blown account, if you've been losing, if the market's been getting you scared, if you're trying to figure out how to grow your business, if whatever it is, you're trying to get that new job, that new contract, whatever it is, I need you to copy the right cat, but I need the, the game to be more important than whatever you've gone through. I need the game to be more important. I need your vision to be more important than whatever it is, whatever setback that you face. And when you do that, when you copy the right cat that is anal that, that, that has the vision and the goals and the things that you want to accomplish and they've done it, okay, or they're working every single day to achieve the things that you want to do, I promise you, you're going to start winning. And guess what? If you come back next week for Mindset Fridays, but don't wait till Friday. You got to be here on Monday for pre-market prep, okay? 8.30 every morning. You know I'm going to say it, all right? You got to be here. But for Mindset Friday next week, I'm going to talk about something that I think everybody should hear, which is another layer to winning. Because right now, you might have been the first, the second layer is if you aren't the first, then you need to copy the people who were first. But then the last layer is this. What do you do when you are facing expectations? Ah, all right. So I want to leave you with that. We got the bell coming up here in 30 seconds to a minute. Get after it today, guys. Make those charts. Do what you have to do because the game is more important. The Growing your portfolio is more important. Let's make this money as the bell starts to ring. And if you're not in pre-market, if you're not in this Discord, if you're not in Profit Rocket Club, it's solely because you're trying to do it on your own. And I, I'm telling you, there's a lot of the right cats right here in this community. Let's get it. Let's make that money. Ding, ding, ding. Let's go. See y'all in the chat. Love y'all.